0: grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'd have you take out the intro from your bulletin, and we're going to speak it again half verse by half verse as the text for our sermon. Behold my servant whom I uphold, I will tell of the decree. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage. And the ends of the earth your possession. You break them with a rod of iron. And dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now, therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear. rejoice For his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Together, glory Glory be to the Father. And, and to the Son and, and to the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit as, it as it was the beginning, beginning is now, now and will be forever. Amen. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. You may be seated. As you know, the fourth commandment honor your father and mother. But Paul reminds us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 3. What the Lord said in Deuteronomy five sixteen that it may go well with you and that you may live long on the earth. And we have heard, what does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not despise our parents and other authorities, but honor them, serve them, and obey them, love and cherish them. What about your government? Our Christian duty is to honor those in authority over us. However, that does not mean that they are off scot-free to demand that we submit to their every whim simply because they are God's established authority. As we read here, God has strong warnings for kings and leaders of nations. Psalm 2, a part of the intro, says so. That their time and their existence is limited. Nations do not go on forever. It says, You shall break them with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. And therefore, today's sermon will emphasize these two points from Psalm 2 The fear of God, the nations are to fear God and taking refuge in God. We are, of course, in Epiphany. That means to shed light on. In other words, to reveal or to manifest. And today we continue the season of Epiphany that is the revealing of God's Son in the person of Jesus Christ to all nations. For, first of all, he is to be feared. The nations and leaders indeed do, as you see throughout history. Several instances come, on, come to mind, and I'm going to bring to light three. The first example comes from, this day, from the day of Epiphany, which was yesterday, the Gentile Christmas. Epiphany is recognized as the day that Jesus is revealed to the Gentiles, non-Jews, such as the Magi, the wise men from the East. Where they came from, we don't know, but what they knew about Jesus made King Herod shake. As we read in Matthew chapter 1. Think of this irony, Herod the Great had so much influence that he went to Rome and convinced them to crown him King of Judea. He had the backing of the Roman Empire and yet he was afraid of a two year old toddler, Jesus. And what destruction He exercised against these Bethlehem families, all because he was afraid that his time was limited by this Jesus. My second example is Russia, 1917. Marx and Engels only call religion the opiate of the people, but Stalin feared the power of Christianity as he implemented his five-year plan of atheism. From 1932 to 1937. He systematically worked to eliminate Christianity's expression and influence, and in those ye- years, it is estimated that he executed 106,000 Orthodox clergy. He continued with Lutherans and Catholics, getting rid of their pastors and priests, and then the heads of the family. There are those of you who have had ancestors from that Volga region in St. Petersburg. It is said more Christians died under Stalin than Jews under Hitler. What destruction he exercised because he was afraid of Jesus. My third example is China. Christianity has knocked on China's door as early as the 3rd century, but in 845 it was banned. Again, in 1294, Franciscan monks monks entered into China, but the Ming Dynasty, 1368 to 1644, declared that Christianity is to be wiped out. Again, Christianity came to the mainland China in the 16th century, and Christianity continued to grow. We even had many of our Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod missionaries over there until the peoples of Republic of China was established. Persecution intensified through the Cultural Revolution and continues to ebb and flow to this very day. What destruction was exercised because leaders were afraid of Jesus. But God has warned all nations that their time is limited. Nations rise and nations fall. There are there to serve the Lord and His creation. And what can they do but serve the Lord with fear? But He commands that they rejoice with trembling, for His wrath is quickly kindled. If the nations and its rulers, tyrant or benevolent, are limited by God, What are people, what are we to do? The intro in Psalm 2 says, blessed are all who take refuge in him. It may be unfortunate that they left out a part of verse 12 because it gives you the context. It says, kiss the son. In other words, don't fight him, honor him. Now kissing the king's son may seem odd to us because we don't have a king. However, the context is the Davidic king, the son would be Israel's future royal uh, ruler, God's anointed. But you as Christians know there's something more going on here in Psalm 2. Those who put the intro together did well when they first when they included first Isaiah 42 Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. For the Lord's anointed, God's servant, as Isaiah points out, is Jesus. Jesus is not only the ancestor of David, but God's own Son. And after his baptism, anointed by the Spirit and announced by his Father's voice, This is my Son, with whom I am well pleased. In Jesus, there's this refuge. He comes to take care of what is really wrong, not only with his nation Israel, but with the world humanity's rebellion, its uncleanness, its corruption, its sin. We all want a better life but we are challenged from without and from within. We're challenged from the outside by those with whom we live all the way to our government. And if we would go ahead and read more of Psalm 2, we would hear the thoughts of the nations and their leaders and what they think of the way God has organized life for blessing. Let us burst their bonds, in verse 3 it says, and cast away their cords from us. So don't be as surprised. If you don't find the outside world, even your government, not helpful. But we are also challenged what goes in, in the inside of us as we find our own worst enemy. Therefore, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Before Jesus brings his rod of judgment, he comes to serve, to forgive and to heal and to set us right before God, our heavenly father. God will have for himself a people That's what Romans 6 is all about. Forgiveness is not about getting to do whatever you want. Forgiveness is about your past, not controlling your future. Forgiveness is preventing sin of our past from denying God's blessing and protection. Our society today wants freedom of all kinds to do what they want, even mutilate and kill themselves and children. Scripture calls this slavery. Kind of like eating whatever you want, right? but you know the consequences. The slavery of the old self is like dieting during the holidays. The more you say no, what's in front of you says yes. But in baptism, we are joined with Christ in his crucifixion, and therefore we have died to the old self, and death has no power over us. We don't have to fear death for our Lord makes it a door you know maybe death isn't such a big thing is it we push it aside we're young enough not to think about it but it's there just as it was for those in Perry Iowa in the school last Thursday but Jesus gives us a new focus that is life and that death is simply becomes a doorway to what he has to give to us for we are also joined with his resurrection and he is alive and gives life so that by faith we also live Therefore, we are not to focus on what our government can give us. Not because of what we can or cannot do, but because, but on who God has made us to be. We are free from the fear of death. We are free from the sin of our past. We are free to love and to serve because God has already taken care of us in Christ Jesus. We are His. The nations will know the power of Jesus, but we know that Jesus is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Amen. Now the peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.